Get it off your chest or get it into their heart. Are you just trying to express or are you trying to communicate? Because they are not always the same thing. Of course, like all kids, I had imaginary friends, but not just one. I had hundreds and hundreds and all of them from different backgrounds who spoke different languages. And one of them, his name was Caleb. He spoke a magical language that only I could understand. Potato? 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 One dice right, ice cream, alert, 654 Jose, okay, on nothing. And it's time for another unbuckled bumpy ride with your guide, the stark raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do, I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, amperage.com, A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of Well, the season is upon us. Everything's changing a little, and that means it's time to get pumped. Time to get excited. Freaking weekend kind of excited. You know what I mean? Hmm. Well, do you? Well, how could you? I didn't say what season is upon us. So how could you automatically know which everythings are changing? Without that, it's more than a little damn presumptuous that you'd instantly agree that it's time to get excited, right? But it felt good to me. Felt good telling you about it though. I've waited a while for that. Felt good just letting it out, just getting it off my chest, just saying it and expressing it. Just that alone took the edge off of keeping it all huddled up inside. Yep, it's here. It's just about time for the season of, of weddings. Yeah, weddings and receptions and wedding crashers and people taking out second mortgages to pay for first marriages. <laughs> But bet you thought I'd say football season, huh? Well, that too. But that's probably because I sent you messages that were more than just the words I said. And it wasn't clear in how I expressed them. Expressed them specifically to make sure that we were communicating. Expression versus communication. The difference between getting it out and getting it across. Communication, or simple expression, expression is what I'm laying down. Communication is exemplified by what others are picking up from what I'm laying down. Why can't they always be the same? Well, if they were, we'd all be identically brained. So let's be grateful that they aren't. Remember the saying, when two people are always in agreement, only one's doing the thinking. I'll say that again. When two people are always in agreement, 
Only one is doing the thinking. So are we expressing or are we communicating? And how can we get better doing both? How can we get, as they say, on the same page? Best way, make the people that we're communicating with, communicating to, as important as the message that we are expressing. Listen up, y'all. Expression can be defined as the outward display of that which you think or feel inside. It's the process of sending signals or transmitting messages. Expression does not address what happens to those messages after they're sent. It's like sending up smoke signals in a hurricane. Sometimes they just get blown away. Communication, on the other hand, communication deals with both the transmission and the reception of a message. If a message is received the way it was intended, then communication has occurred. It doesn't necessarily have to always involve words, although that is our most common and deliberate method. And by deliberate, I mean with forethought, because we communicate often, very often thoughtlessly, every day sometimes, with a look, body language, or a gesture. Truth is, sometimes we communicate without trying to even express anything. Communication can occur via Morse code or a middle finger missile. It doesn't matter. But whatever the method, communication is made possible by the existence of rules that both parties understand. Common rules, markers, and boundaries to operate within. Communication is the crazy glue that can instantly connect people with others. When expression is mistaken for communication, like, I expressed myself so you must have understood me. Well, what we get is all the unhappy social situations that result from not being connected. And when it comes to making a connection, it's as much about the delivery as it is about the receiver. Ah, yeah, the receiver. Watch any football lately? Ever heard of the forward pass? You know, when this guy they call the quarterback takes the football and throws it in the direction the team wants to go, which is generally towards the end zone, towards the goal line, in order to score, in order to help win. You know, the forward pass. I've seen some beautiful forward passes in my day from some amazing athletes. Passes I can't even imagine how to do or what it would feel like to take that Egyptian hieroglyphic eyeball-shaped pigskinned air sack otherwise what we call a football, to take that rock and chuck it with just my human arm and it travels like a guided missile dart, perfectly spiraling for like a hundred plus feet through the air. You know, passes with such a tight spiral rotational motion that they actually look better, even better in slow motion replay, look better than they did in real time. You know, those type of throws. I've seen lots of them. But you know which ones I remember? The ones I praise, I hoot, holler, jump up out of my chair about, they're the ones that effectively land in someone's well-placed hands, running in stride, where the pass went and perfectly met the receiver where they were at that exact moment. Not behind them, to have to slow them down, trip them up, or stop them. Not so far ahead of them that the receiver had to make a big, huge leap just to land them. Yeah. Those perfect passes, them I remember. You know the spiral missiles that I don't commit to memory? Well, they're the ones where, as a viewer, you watch the ball streak through the air towards the end zone. There's nobody there. No receiver nearby. 
The ball was thrown and beautifully thrown, but not in any way, shape, or form that a receiver on the same team could catch it. They couldn't receive what was laid out there. Beautifully put forth or not, it don't matter. If the ones who are intended to receive what you're putting forth are not in the right space to catch it, to receive it, to make the connection. See, that's the difference between expression, throwing something out there, well thrown and expressed, or a wobbly, wounded looking, wing in a prayer kind of pass. And we've all seen, and most of us have thrown or delivered or said our fair share of those. The difference between just throwing it out there and aiming the right placement, power, trajectory for it to be received, to be caught, to make the connection, to move towards scoring, towards winning, towards the goal. It's funny, I think how this sport that so many of us guys are so passionately in love with, it exemplifies the effectiveness of communication for the purpose of working together for the win. And yet so many guys miss the mark, miss their receiver in reality, when it comes down to the communication that it requires to score, to win together with their intended target, their SOB. That stands for significant other babe. <laughs> that forward passed, that attempted to connect with the intended receiver, it's not just about athletics, y'all. And in communication, it's not just about linguistics. Fellas, it's physics. Let's get physical. Physical. Never mind. <laughs> the reason that the football makes it to where it was intended and actually involves Sir Isaac Newton's first three laws of physics. The cold hard truth of communicating and connecting with someone also follows those same three laws. So snap back to reality. Whoop, here comes gravity. Let's go for it. Since Newton's laws help dictate the pattern of all moving objects, flying ones, flung ones, or falling ones, that includes footballs. Newton's first law of motion states that an object in motion will stay in motion unless acted upon by an outside force. Newton's first law applies here because there are outside forces like air resistance to keep the ball from traveling in a straight line forever and ever. Newton's law also matters when we send out a message trying to connect and we need to be aware of those things that can interfere with that intended delivery. Either someone interrupting or sounds competing or mood swings that break. <laughs> I heard that term the other day. My mood swing broke. Moods that are mounting and a wall of our words wind up falling short. Sir Newton's second law applies as well. It states that the total change of an object's motion or its position is equal to the sum of all forces acting on that object. What does that mean? All forces acting on that object, if it's a football, when the football flies through the air, the forces acting on it are constantly changing except one, except gravity. As the quarterback releases the ball, it's subject to inertia and wind, cross breeze, air resistance. But the one constant that never changes, gravity, eventually takes over and pulls the ball back towards the ground. So also, the change of a message's direction, its intended path or position, is only going to be as good as the sum of all forces acting on that object, the message. Forces like attention span, theirs or ours patience, interest, or even the relativity 
of the message itself, how relative it is to all parties in the conversation. But I did say there were three laws. Finally, Newton's third law tells us that for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. You've heard that one, right? Every action experiences produces an equal and opposite reaction. For the football, it's air and lift moving out of the way of the ball as it travels along its launched and arced trajectory. For our messages, the equal and opposite reaction usually happens inside the mind of the audience of our receiver, where whatever we say hits filters, opinions, and prejudices. And that, well, that is the resistance that either gets displaced and moves out of the way to allow our pass to pass, or those elements are so thick and heavy that they weigh down the message so much so that our communication cuts out, cuts short, just can't cut it. Either way, because we are creatures in this physical universe, we are as subject to its laws as much or more than any passing pigskin. More, most often, what happens? Because unlike the all-pro athletes that we watch, you know, we've played our game, this game of communication our whole lives, but we all too infrequently practice. Hey, fellas, ladies, you want to get to the hall, the hall of fame of half communication and half expression, and you want to know how to get there? Practice, practice, practice. Famous all-time player Don Hudson, former Green Bay Packer, I believe, <laughs> if that matters. Don Hudson said that for every pass I caught in a game, I caught a thousand in practice. Yeah, he caught them. That meant someone else was practicing thousands of times throwing them, trying to connect and make that connection with him better. But arguably the best quarterback, by some standards, set the standard himself best, the standard for connecting with others. Because when champion, leader, team leader and MVP Peyton Manning threw out a one-sentence strike and scored by saying, the most valuable player is the one who makes the most players valuable. Wow. Wrap your mitts and minds around that one. The most valuable player is the one who makes the most players valuable. And the more people that we effectively communicate to, the more valuable our messages, our connections, will be remembered. <laughs> and now, more words of wisdom. Wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. This time, entry from page 69. The expert said, advertising is like learning. A little of it is a dangerous thing. By P.T. Barnum. And the guide's point of view on this? You know what else is like learning? Scrutiny like scrutinizing advertising claims about, about things like how absorbent a paper towel is. They call it scrutiny on the bounty. <laughs> what do you think about this? Most importantly, using the Live Life Lean Guided System, what have you learned recently that's new? What have you earned that wasn't just doled out to you? Where are you adding to the world? It's more than just about you. Now reflect on all this, respect it. Please be grateful for it. Before you navigate someplace next, like, subscribe, and would you share to show you care? Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean 
L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Amperage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share. And navigating your way to something new. And next.